0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: All systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: Chris Van Oh, hey, my friends. Welcome back to another one. Here on Insight, I'm CBV, Chris Van Fleet, and I I know there's a lot of wrestling podcasts out there, and more and more are popping up every day. So thank you for being with us on this one, and thank you for making Insight one of the top wrestling podcasts on the planet. If you're one of the many people who listen to the show and you haven't hit follow yet, could I ask for just one thing? Could you look right now? to see if you're following the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this. Just see, maybe you thought you were, but oh my goodness, it turns out that you aren't. So if that's you, please just hit follow. It helps the show so, so much. And we have some big plans for 2024, where not only do we have some massive guests line up, but we're also looking at taking the show on the road. So the bigger the show gets with your support, the more things we can do with it. And speaking of doing things, there is not an independent wrestler on the planet who has been busier than Matt Cardona over the last few years. In fact, there may may not be a wrestler, period, that's been busier than him. When he got released from WWE in 2020, he completely reinvented himself from the Zack Ryder that he was for 14 years. And now he's just dominating the indies. He's popped up as well on Impact Wrestling, AEW. And when Matt says that WWE was his developmental, he's not saying that as a, as a bad thing. What he's saying is that that's where he learned how to be a star. And I mean, it's not hard to take notice now of everything that he's doing, but what's next for him? That's, that's a lot of what we talk about here. I mean, his wife, Chelsea Green, is back in WWE, and he's kind of wondering why he isn't. It's a good question, right? They brought back a lot of release talent, but they didn't bring back him, or at least they haven't brought him back yet. So 2024 is going to be very, very interesting, I think, for Matt Cardona the Royal Rumble. Just around the corner, hey, that could be a thing. That could be a thing. If you enjoy this episode, please snap a screenshot and share it on social media. Tag us so that we can share it out as well. He's at the Matt Cardona. I'm at Chris Fanfley. Make sure you share this with a friend as well. I'm sure they will love this episode, and I know you will too. So here we go. Enjoy my conversation with Matt Cardona. Look, I don't think anybody hustles more than you do. I try my best. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, look at the day that we've had today. What time did you wake up in Florida? Uh, five oh five. Five (laughs) oh five in Orlando. That's right. You flew here, so that's two oh five L A time. Okay, I picked you up from the airport. Yes, we had some breakfast. I request. I need a healthy breakfast. We had a very great spot. A very. You want to plug the spot? was so good, right? Do we we want to plug it or no? We can if you want. I don't forget what it was called. (laughs) Metro Cafe. It was good. Metro Metro Cafe. Cafe in El Segundo. Yeah. And then with traffic, it took us forever to get here. So thank you for your patience. <laughs> then you got a show tonight. GCW.
1: The, uh, not the Staples Center, but the Ukrainian Cultural Center. <laughs> it's not even the Staples Center anymore. <laughs> or whatever it's called. Now. It'll not always there. be the Staples not Center <laughs> to me. It's Crypto.com Arena. Okay. And then you fly out tomorrow?
0: But tonight. Red Eye. T- dude. Red Eye, baby. <laughs> so you're in
1: L.A. for 14 hours? Something like that. And yeah. this is every weekend? I mean, typically not. A flight to LA and a red eye out. But yeah, every, every weekend I'm wrestling traveling. Yeah. I
0: think you might be in the air th- today more than you're on the ground. It's so, right. It's so going to be close. Five and a half hours. Yeah, it's going to be close. Each, yeah. Right? It's
1: going to be close. And you've been grinding like this for like three years. Pretty much. I get fired from WWE in 2020. The next year is weird with the pandemic, stuff like that. So I don't think I really get started on the Indies till 2021. So yeah, it's about three years. You're, you're not stopped. Your dog must be so excited when you're finally <laughs> home. <laughs> <They're very laughs> I thought you were never coming back. Dude, dude and Walt are very excited every time I come home. So.
0: I, th- I don't think there's anybody else that's hustling the way that you're hustling on the indies.
1: I'd like to think that. I also think I'm the best at promoting myself. There's certainly other people out there wrestling every weekend. I don't think they realize how beneficial it is to post about it, to let people know. So, like, are you talking about upcoming bookings, upcoming, or for instance, tonight GCW? Yeah, I'll post about it all next week. Clips of what happened, pictures, and then then repeat,
0: rinse, lather, (laughs) repeat.
1: repeat. Yeah, that's right. But I saw you last weekend in Milwaukee. That's right. That that particular weekend, I was (laughs) (laughs) I was in um, New York Friday, okay, Wisconsin Saturday, New York Sunday. (laughs) Because this isn't a WWE loop where the travel department is mapping it out. It's wherever the booking takes me. So what's your, when you get on an airplane, yeah. what's, what's
0: your whole thing? Like, Shoes what,
1: off. Okay. Shoes off. You're Head, that guy. Headphones in. Okay. Timer on the podcast. I listen to a podcast. For like I do 15 minutes and usually I'm asleep by that 15 minutes. Oh, thank you for listening to Insight with Chris Van Fleet to <laughs> yeah. put you to sleep. <laughs> it's mostly like a. This is going to sound weird, but like a Disney theme park podcast. I feel like their voices are very soothing. You're such a nerd.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> so it's sleep on the plate. So I'm guessing it's a window seat. Window seat. Yeah, 100%. But So you're dealing with all of these different independent companies that yes. are booking you. You must be getting all kinds of different
1: things. Are, are they trying to fly you on Spirit? I. That's my rule. I will fly any airline except for Spirit or Frontier. I won't do it. <laughs> I won't do it. So yeah, it's not dealt to I think 2024... I'm going to be a real travel snob. It's say only Delta. And you'll you know? be diamond
0: medallion. Is that I'm, what I'm already
1: diamond, but yeah, that's, that's that, the top that's one. The top. Right?
0: That's the top. Yeah. Oh, then it's all downhill from here. Then. Well, let's just, let's keep going Delta, baby. Yeah. Go Delta. And you were saying to me last weekend, it blew my mind. You're like, I rent my own car in every city
1: I go to. Yeah. Because typically let's say you were booking me for your, your insight wrestling, federation. Yeah. The right? Number
0: one wrestling federation
1: <laughs> in the country. You know, you'd fly me in, you'd have one of your little minions come pick me up from the airport. <laughs> they take me to breakfast. They probably take me to a gym. I'd have to be with them all day. I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to this guy or girl all day. I also don't want to be rude to be on my phone and not talk to them. I'd rather eat the rental car cost, go to the gym, go to a vintage toy store, you know, or go back to a hotel and sleep. You know, I just like to be in control of everything. So you feel like you're buying some of your time back. Is that what it is? I'm on the road so much. This is my, my life. Yeah. So I need to be comfortable. I need to be comfortable with my own skin. I don't want to be talking to a stranger. Yeah. I, I think that here we are three plus years later. People are
0: looking at what you've done. and They're going, man, Matt was so smart to do this. What, get fired? <laughs> <laughs> I think the after the, okay, after the sure, getting sure, fired sure, part. Sure, sure. But so smart to like rebrand yourself the way that you did. Had to do it. I don't imagine that this came easily
1: listen, this wasn't this master plan. Like, Ooh, how can I reinvent myself? I knew I had to. And like I said, when I got fired as the pandemic, there was really nothing going on Had the cup of coffee in AW that didn't work out. But then like, okay, so I'm Matt Cardona, but who is Matt Cardona? Even I didn't know that. And even when I was in WWE towards the end, I, I dropped the headband, dropped the glasses, dropped the woo. But I don't think people really recognize that, you know, cause I wasn't really featured that much on TV, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. But now everything was in my control. But you can't just turn heel on the indies. You know what I'm saying? You can't just be a different character one day. It's not going to work. So it was that death match with Nick Gage that really was the catalyst, the snowball that I needed that changed not just my career but changed my life. Whose idea was it to even do that? So John Carlo, my friend John Carlo, who was working for GCW at the time, uh, worked for eight, worked for WWE, now works for AW. Awesome dude. He pitched it to me. I said, absolutely fucking not. I am not wrestling. This, Nick Gage was just on Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Right? He, he almost killed David Arquette in the ring. Criminal. He almost dr- died himself yeah, as well. Drug addict. I'm not wrestling this guy. And then I took a step back and said, wait a minute. People are going to watch this. People are going to talk about this. They're going to want to see Zack Ryder get carved up by Nick Gage. And I said, let's do it. And it was only a three-shot deal, three shows. Go in, attack Nick Gage, have the match, and then the one show after. But we, I think we changed independent wrestling. I say we, because without GCW, you know, it, it, GCW needed to be GCW. I needed to be me. Nick Gage needed to be Nick Gage. We just needed all those ingredients. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, like, that night, you know, if you really look at it, it's an independent show in Atlantic City, New Jersey. But it trended, number one, over the UFC pay-per-view that night and the Olympics, yeah. which is nuts. And we we captured, you know, lightning in a bottle. You hear that expression all the time. We had it, and I just ran with it. And people legitimately hated you in GCW. Oh, I feel like they,
0: they still kind of
1: do. Yeah, but that, but that's what I needed because it, you know, it bled into other indies where I'd go out, 25% of the fans, oh, fuck you, then... then 70, now 100%. You know, like, we talked about this earlier, there are definitely some WWE fans who come up to me now like, what do you do these days? Like, think I just retired. (laughs) But if you're in the indie scene, if you're a fan of independent wrestling, you know, like, Zack Ryder's fucking dead. Mm. You know? yeah. Well, it's
0: interesting that, like, if someone has only watched WWE, and they are not aware of what you've done
1: since, they might think you're not wrestling anymore. Listen, it happens all the time. You know, I'm at these conventions, you know, I'm counting all this cash I'm so happy I'm like I'm killing it then someone goes oh what have you been doing and I'm thinking well look at my goddamn table <laughs> you know like I'm in Deathmatch King Indie God NWA World Champion but I understand because when I was a fan I didn't watch independent wrestling I was a WWF kid Yeah, I didn't watch I mean it was a different time different sure. era but Yeah, so Indie I, wrestling wasn't what it was yeah I totally understand it. I get it it still is like come on motherfucker <laughs> like you don't you didn't follow, you don't follow me on social media <laughs>
0: Winter is here and for me that means struggling to find the exact right temperature when I sleep. Too hot, too cold. But recently I found a way to stay at the perfect temperature all night long using silver infused bed sheets by Miracle Made that were inspired by NASA. Yes, NASA. Miracle Made sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you get a better night's sleep every single night. And I think best of all, because they're infused with silver, they prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. So that means they stay cleaner and fresher three times longer than other sheets. Number one, that means you're not doing your laundry as often, which for me is a huge bonus. Number two, probably more importantly, no more gross odors. And I'm sure you're gonna ask, are they comfortable? Heck yeah, they're comfortable. They're as nice, if not nicer, than the luxury brands or like the type of sheets you'd sleep on at a five-star hotel. Give these a try at TryMiracle.com slash CVV to give this to someone you love or to gift it to yourself this holiday season. And we've got a special deal just because you're listening to this right now. If you go to the website, TryMiracle.com slash CVV, you'll already save 40%. But if you use the promo code CVV at checkout, you'll get three free towels, our gift to you, and an extra 20% off. And Miracle is so confident here, they're backing this with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not satisfied for whatever reason, you get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with MiracleMate. Go to trymiracle.com slash CVV. Use the code CVV to claim your free three-piece towel set and an additional 20% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash CBV to treat yourself, a friend or a loved one this holiday season. The Royal Rumble is just around the corner and as of this moment, the odds on favorites to win the men's Royal Rumble are Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. But who do you think is gonna win? Put your money where your mouth is at MyBookie. Yes, you can bet on WWE PLEs at mybookie.ag. And of course you can bet on everything else there. The NFL, boxing, UFC, you could even bet on politics or your favorite TV shows there. When you sign up, use my code CVV, number one, so they know that I'm the one who sent you there to bet on WWE PLEs. Number two, and more importantly, you'll get a sweet cash bonus when you sign up with my code CVV and make your first deposit. That's at mybookie.ag. The link is down there in the show notes. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere, only my bookie how many
1: zack Ryder autographs do you sign for every matt cardona autographs there are a few i one out of ten really yeah and it'll, would... it'll be someone bringing like a zack Ryder funko pop or an action figure yeah like if you go to my gimmick table like i'm not living in the past sure i'll give you that one zack Ryder eight by ten but it's all the stuff i'm doing now it's all my current stuff did you realize when you got let go from wwe that you had to move forward, you had to leave Zach Ryder behind to move forward. I say this all the time. This what this isn't my honky tonk man run. I wasn't going to just tour the indies with the headband, the glasses, woo, woo woo. Ugh, no, this is like my reinvention. This is my Hollywood Hogan run. If anything, you know what I'm saying with the dark beard and beard <laughs> and all. <laughs> it's all natural, by the way. But I yeah, I knew I needed to change. I knew like Zach. Listen, so so grateful for WWE for Zach Ryder. That was my dream, I lived it. Highs of highs, lows of lows. I'm forever grateful for that time. It set me up for who I am today, but it's over. You know, yeah. Zack Ryder is dead, and if I ever were to go back to WWE, if it was up to me, it'd be as Matt Cardona.
0: You didn't really have a choice because you were let go, but when did you realize along your indie run that yeah, I, I'm able to make a business out of this?
1: Well, that first year was a little tough because there were no indies, but we had the major wrestling figure podcast, Cheap Plug for the Podcast. And that was keeping us afloat financially. And I realized like there's so much money to be made on merchandise, whether it be t-shirts, by 10s action figures. So when I created all that stuff for the major wrestling figure podcast, like, well, I'll just do that for my my indie run. You know, I'll make Matt Cardona foam fingers, Matt Cardona, you know, t-shirts. Well, now we have Indie God replica hats. Deathmatch King replica. Cra- I mean, I got everything. If you think of it, if you could put it on something, you could slap the logo on it. I have it. But are you worried that you have to like, oh, now I got to pay for the inventory upfront. You got to invest in yourself. And there are things that are absolute flops. Like for instance, uh, okay, I'll, I'll give you two sides. The deathmatch with Nick Gage. Okay. I had this bloody, I knew I was going to, I thought I was going to get a couple drops of blood on me. <laughs> so I wore like white, bro, that the white turned maroon. The shirt was maroon. I'm like, I got to sell this somehow. Now, I'm a diehard collector, diehard fan. I said, wouldn't it be cool if it was like that WrestleMania plaque with an autograph and a piece of the canvas? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I contacted that company, the actual company, and I made the plaque that has the picture of me bloody. They cut up the t-shirt. I made $20,000, over $20,000 on that, on a t-shirt, essentially. Wow. But then on the flip side, right? I thought, oh, the Deathmatch King crown. Let me make like Burger King style crowns. like yeah. Something for, like 10 bucks. I can't give them away. Nobody wants them. <laughs> so, you know, like, but I'm taking the chance. You know, I'm taking risks, and some are calculated, some are not, but I'm trying. Most people aren't willing to do that. You got to invest in yourself, whether I, it be with merch. You you invest in yourself. You're a perfect example. Thank you. It's very kind. <laughs> I, I <and laughs> got to put you over on your own show. I
0: appreciate it, and I, I, I think there's a lot of people that wouldn't pay to fly to do an interview. Like, I flew myself right. to Milwaukee right. last week, and there were a lot of people that wouldn't fly to... Rent a studio like right. this. I'll just send them the zoom the zoom sure, link. Sure. But there's a quote that I always come back to, and it's if you're willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do, you're gonna get results that other
1: people aren't well, gonna the, well, get. Well, that's why I'm the indie god and nobody else is. Exactly. <laughs> I'm surprised Disney hasn't reached out to be like, Hey, that's Hey, our, let's that's, let's let's the brakes. That's our parody. 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 <laughs> come <laughs> on. But the GC- that out.
0: <laughs> the G C W thing completely changed the entire course of of your career and your life
1: it it definitely did i mean listen (laughs) i'm not gonna say how much i made in wwe in my highest year but i make more of independence now it's crumbs make crumb cake it's from the wrestling bookings the merch the podcast the figure line that i have so it all adds up but yeah like the money is out there Mm -hmm. the opportunity is out there you just got to chase it is it a hustle? Yes. Is it a grind? Yes. Is it hard work? Yes. Some days, does it fucking suck? Yes. Mm. But I am my own boss and I am, this run, my career, it's not over until I quit and I'm not going to fucking quit. And you
0: keep outdoing yourself yeah. every year. So here we are on the cusp of 2024. That's right. <laughs> are you not looking at it going, oh my God, 2022 mm-hmm. is better than I could have imagined. Then 2023, top that. Yeah. What do I do now? Of of course, I'm
1: thinking that. Of course, I'm looking at myself in the mirror. What am I going to do to top the previous years? I'm always ready. It's not just a gimmick, you know. I'm (laughs) going to figure it out. I know I will. Um, Do I have this master plan? Absolutely not. (laughs) I don't. I don't have this master plan. But I am going to outwork anybody out there. I know that for sure. How far out are you booked right now? I got a couple bookings. I think the last booking I have for the year is like July first. What, July? <laughs> it's December. World Series Wrestling Australia, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So if I'm an
0: indie promoter and I want to book Matt Cardona, yeah. walk me through this. Uh, uh,
1: Bookmattcardona at gmail.com. Okay. You'll email me. Um, I'll say, what dates, pal? <laughs> you know, because sometimes like I just want to book you. Okay, well, what are the dates? Everyone wants to book me. So be specific. <laughs> How humble. Um, <laughs> Everyone but, wants the book. But it. if I have the date available, I'll give you my price. If you take it, I'll work for you. If you try to negotiate, no, I don't negotiate. I are, don't have to.
0: Are there other like, okay, this is my rate, and I would like to not fly Spirit,
1: and I mean, I guess my uh, my rules. I won't do Spirit. I won't do, which I think is very fair. I think so too. Especially if you're, you have three bags. Yeah. Usually, so first of all, this is only a one day. If, True. If it was another day, I'd have another bag with my whole mall that I brought. Oh, Even you know, you know how much spirits charging per bag. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I think I'm pretty easy to deal with. You know, I don't request certain hotels. I don't request certain airlines, which I think I should for 2024. But I, I, I don't yet. Sh- I think you should. I think it's very easy. And you know, when I'm there, you know, when you book Matt Cardona, not only will I promote the show going in, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bust my ass at the show. Yeah. And I'm gonna promote the show afterwards, selfishly for me. Yeah. <laughs> Content for me.
0: I think it's it's both good and bad. You're raising the bar for the other indie
1: wrestlers in a good way and a bad way. Like- I think so. And listen, this is not, this is not the run to pass the torch, right? That's not what it's about. It's, I'm I'm lighting a new torch for myself. But if I can help people along the way, so be it. If I can change independent wrestling, if I can get fucking water bottles backstage for the locker room, I'll be that guy.
0: That's a real thing.
1: Yes. And there, there are people, you know, who are too afraid to speak up about certain things. Like, listen, I understand paying your dues. You got to split a room with somebody. Okay. I don't think you need to split a bed with somebody. Now I don't, I don't do that, but I want, I want to change certain things for the the people who can't necessarily speak up. And if it's getting water, water bottles backstage, then I'll be that guy. (laughs) So what's, what's the end goal with
0: doing this? I don't, feel like, <laughs> I don't feel like you can top what you've done so far in the indies.
1: You can Listen. certainly keep the momentum going. I certainly don't want to end my career in a high school gym, in a bar. You know, I want to end it in an arena, whether it be WWE, AEW, something else starts up. That is the goal. But also the goal is not, oh, what can I do to get back to WWE? Or what can I do to get? I don't, I don't think about it like that. You know, um, I'm the most successful I've ever been right now. I don't care how you define success. We talked about this before. Accolades, like my PWI ranking, whatever, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> was, was higher as back than ever was as Zach Wright. I won more titles. What number were you? I was 13 last year, which is nuts.
0: 13! Which is
1: nuts. Um, I won more titles. <laughs> you know, this is the BS stuff that people want to count. Sure, yeah. I got it. But I'm also making more money and the most important part, I'm the happiest I've ever been. That's most the most important. Creatively fulfilled I've ever been. Yeah. Um, But I'd be lying if I said, oh, if my... My phone rang at 203, which is Stanford, Connecticut. Of course I would pick it up, you know? Of
0: course. I mean, your wife is there. And I think when Chelsea got re-signed, a lot of people went, well, Matt's not far behind. Yeah. It's got to be, if it's not this week, it's got to be sometime
1: around now. That feels like a phone call that's going to happen at some point. I mean, I'll be honest. When all those people got rehired, I was thinking, not me, (laughs) the guy who has been doing everything um, what was the prerequisite to getting re-signed? Not doing anything? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, besides like Chelsea and like the Good Brothers and a handful of others, some of those people didn't do anything. But that's fine. Everyone has a different path, different story. Uh, do I have a chip on my shoulder about that? I wouldn't say a chip on my shoulder. It sounds it's, like it. I a little crumb. <laughs> a,
0: a, little crumb. a little
1: crumb. <laughs> um. Listen, this isn't about proving people wrong. It's about proving myself right, my fans right. If I can convert some doubters and get some new fans along the way, So be it, you know, but I can't, I can't have this goal of being the absolute best with like negativity driving it. If that makes sense. It's
0: almost like being as successful as you've been as Matt Cardona has been a detriment to who you were as Zack Ryder, because as you know, there's a lot of WWE fans that only watch WWE as we just talked about. So when the name Matt Cardona comes up on the screen as a a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble, there's going to be a lot of people with great respect to you that are going to go. Matt Cardona? And then when you come out, oh, I remember him. Sure. So it's almost like you have succeeded your way out of that gimmick.
1: <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, this is all hypothetical. Whether it be the Royal Rumble or a Raw Smackdown, if that O radio music hit, I would puke. <laughs> you know? <So laughs> I would puke. I legit vomit. You know? So like, like I said, so grateful for that time. It set me up for my career, my life. Listen, without Zack Ryder, there'd be no indie God, okay? I'm not blind to that fact, Yeah. okay? So I took the WWE character, and I, instead of using it to get, like, cheers, I used it to get booze. I was the then, now, forever, you know, I I turned the GCW world title into the GCW Universal Championship. (laughs) I call the GCW fans the GCW Universe. They fucking hate it, (laughs) you know? So, like, I'm using all this stuff from WWE. I love WWE. That was my goal. When I was a kid, I didn't want to be a pro wrestler. I wanted to be a WWE superstar. Yeah. Do you not like the song? The Zack Ryder song? Oh, radio? Uh, listen, I love it, but it, it's over. The, t- it, 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 the time has passed. Are you know? using
0: the Downstate song now?
1: I have my Downstate, they did my own song. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that song's pretty great. It's great. Yeah. Down, Down- Downstate's the best. So Downstate... They redid the O-Radio towards the end of my WWE career, which I liked. Yeah. And then once I got let go, they said, hey, if you ever need music, I'm like, well, yeah, I need music now. Always ready? So, yeah. That's yeah. How, yeah. When the lights go down. That's right. right. Available now. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music, all that stuff. I was listening
0: to on the way in. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's Downstate was like, you know, if you ever need
1: a song for your podcast, yeah. I'm like, actually. <laughs> yeah. What should, what should I? I don't know, maybe you not. You need something. They're great. And podcast. what's so great about them, they've done so many different wrestling songs um but they don't all sound the same yeah it sounds like a different band performance it really does it really does because yeah.
0: you think of Miz's song ziggler's song cody's song alice riley Alex. that song slaps <laughs> that's that Riley song. on the show i had him on okay. three four years four years ago He's man he lived in la for a okay, while yeah, yeah he was you know tr- uh doing a bunch of stuff in the acting world yes i had him on here i don't know where he is now i'm should, not sure either. I should yeah. have him back on yeah, tell me all of your connections and we'll have them on the show. <laughs>
1: That'd be great. But his song, Slaps. Yeah. Look, sh- tell me to my face. Say it to my face. Say it to, say
0: my, say my, it face. to my face. Say it to my face.
1: Uh, he did, uh, Dante did Chelsea's song when she was released, her, her indie song, her impact song. Myself and Brian Myers, the major players, did that. Yeah. Um, I've used them uh, when I did Hammerstein Ballroom for GCW. I had them redo like Enter Sandman, but with my lyrics. Oh, um, so, yeah. So they, they're just so talented. So good. Yeah. I was so surprised when
0: you put out this YouTube video the other day and you were like, here's how to make money. As an indie wrestler. Like you basically yeah. gave out.
1: All my secrets. All of your secrets.
0: Right. And what's funny is a lot of people are
1: probably not going to do them. They're probably not. And uh, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't have put that out. But, like, I do genuinely want to help people. This isn't what the run's about. But, like, when I get to these shows, let's say the show starts at 8. Doors are at 7. Like, you have an hour to meet and greet these fans. Yes, you're selling merch, you're making money, making additional income, but you should be making a connection. And there's guys and girls in the back just like going over their moves. And yes, the matches, I'm not saying have a bad match.
0: Yeah,
1: Maybe get there a little earlier to go over the match and then go sell some merch. You know what I'm saying? Like there is money to be made. My goal every show is to make more money in the meet and greet than I do for wrestling doesn't always happen, but that is the goal. Great goal. I think there's a lot of indie wrestlers that
0: don't want to stand at the table
1: and just stand at the table. And I get it. You don't want to be lonely Virgil. I get it. I get get it. But you've got to make that connect without the connection. The connection is what has made me successful my entire career. Yeah. I think what's interesting, I love
0: that you keep calling it a run because it's a, it's a run when you kind of zoom out. Yeah. But when you zoom in and it's, New York, Milwaukee, New York, LA, yeah. like it, it's not really a run because everything you're doing is so disconnected. Yes, yes. How do you tell, how do you have a through line when you're at the ABC company one day, the XYZ company the next day?
1: I think I just, I'm always myself and I always can blend it all together. And with the social media, uh, you know, I can make it all blend together. I've stepped the lander. I start getting her booked other places where it's not just GCW. She's coming to ASW West Virginia with me. You know what I'm saying? She's showing up other places with me. So I try to make everything um, at least connected in that way. How much
0: caffeine is running through your system? Well, uh, is this a plug for your energy I mean, you can (laughs) can certainly have some. Uh, Uh,
1: F3 energy, everybody. It's
0: fantastic. But like, you must have got, what, four hours of sleep last night? I sleep a lot on the plane, but yeah. Okay, and then yeah. you'll do it again tonight.
1: It is what it is. I'm not complaining about it. You know, I, and I'm I'm just curious yeah. how it works because it's not like you so, can go out there and half acid. it. No, and I don't. And so typically, I'll leave Friday morning, do the show wherever, sleep a couple of hours, fly Saturday morning to the next show. So it, and the next morning, fly Sunday to the next show, then fly Monday home. Uh, I actually think the indie schedule is harder than what my WWE schedule was because yeah, maybe that's four days. But you only have two early morning flights. You know what I'm saying? So every night, you're driving two hours, three hours, maybe four hours. You can sleep in all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can, you can plan your meals better. Yeah. At least I could. Plan your workouts better. Who's home more, you or Chelsea? I mean, currently, she is. <laughs> but that could change
0: very soon, too. People were so mad when you wore her WWE Women's Tag I'm, Team well, Championship. I'm one, <laughs> half
1: of one half of the WWE <laughs> Women's Tag Team Champions. I mean, when she won that title... I'll never forget, I ordered the title that night because I was going to Japan that weekend. Ordered it, like, overnight delivery. Paid the extra shipping because I wanted to bring it out to Japan. Did you use a coupon code? Did I? I don't think so. You should have. I should have. If you have one, give it to me. People thought that was her actual title. I know. That was unbelievable. Like, guys, come on.
0: Come on. And I love that you played into it. You're like, yeah, sure. (laughs) Why not? It's it's a replica. If you think it's her title,
1: then sure, sure. Sure, it's her title. Um, Maybe I should have asked her first. (laughs) You didn't... (laughs) You didn't ask her? She knew what I was doing. It wasn't a shock to her, but I should have said, hey, are you okay if I do this? I just did it. (laughs) You didn't ask her. Yeah. You should have maybe, maybe not asked. You could have told her, hey, I'm going to do this thing. I I told her I didn't ask her. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I should have asked her. So you, you told her after you did it? I told her that I was doing it. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I should have asked her before I ordered it on uh, WWE shop People were so upset. Yeah. It got people talking.
0: I sure that's did. That's what it's
1: all about. I'm chasing that next buzz. That's what this whole indie run is. That's, that's how I have to stay relevant. I'm not on AEW. I'm not on WWE. I don't have this, this TV show worldwide. I have to promote myself. So I have to create buzz. I have to, you know, if I have buzz and I have momentum, keep it alive until the next thing that's going to give me buzz or momentum.
0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Bluewire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You said something to me when we were having breakfast that was just so interesting. You said, I'm always on. Like I always have to be thinking about That's right. this. That's got to be difficult, especially when you're in a relationship and your your wife yeah. is also in the same business.
1: So, so Chelsea and I we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago. She said, "When you were in WWE, you were able to turn it off," and that's true. And we might have talked about this in the last interview. When I was in WWE towards the end, after the YouTube run, uh, when I got, I think I invented the negative tweet, you know, with like ride versus catering and all that BS. I said, "This is this isn't working. Being negative and bitter, it's not. It's not changing my position." certainly not happier. So what can I do to fix that? What can I control? Focus on those things. I decided your gear. No one can say you can't look like a superstar. It can't look like it's a WrestleMania entrance, even on raw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, your physique, no one can say you can't work out. Oh, you're in too good a shape, you know? And, and my attitude, no one can say you can't be happy. You can't, you know, be positive. So once I focus on those things, and of course I was pitching ideas all day long, but then, you know, that's it. Like, what else can I possibly do? But now on the indies, I control literally everything, everything. Mm. So my brain never stops. And it's not just, it's not just the wrestling. It's my podcast. It's my toy line. So man, it's, it's, my brain is never off. It feels like there's a lot of parallels
0: of what you're doing now to what Cody did 2016 Mm. to 19, where it's like you reinvent yourself, you do your own thing. You create a buzz that seemed to
1: have an end goal there. Right. I'm so curious where this ends up leading you. Well, you and me both, pal. (laughs) So, like, you know, I definitely stole things from the Drew McIntyre run. Oh, yeah. I stole things from the the Cody Rhodes run. But then I did my own thing. Hopefully, the next guy steals from all three of us. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, What's the end goal? I don't know.
0: Do you have the next guy? Like, there's been so many releases since you got released has there been a lot of people hitting you up like does Dolph Ziggler go a couple of people have asked
1: me how do I how do I make some money doing this yeah well I mean I think Ziggler's gonna be fine yeah but yeah I think there's a lot of I'm I'm like I'm anxious to see these people come because I, I just want some competition mm-hmm. I love it I, I literally I say on Twitter to all these 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 guys and girls somebody please step up this is too easy you know I was the we talk talking about accolades right the PWI Independent, rest of the year last year. Spoiler: I won again this year. Okay, I don't know when this episode comes out. That's two years in a row. An ex WWE guy should not be the PWI Independent Wrestler of the Year twice. Yeah. Step up, and if that pisses someone off who's listened to this, good. Mm. Please, please. That's all. I just want competition, and and I'm not saying I'm the best wrestler. I'm not. Yeah. But who gives a shit about that? You're certainly the best promoter. Nobody creates more buzz than me. Yeah, Nobody has a longer merch line than me consistently. Yeah. Nobody also elevates other wrestlers like I do. Yeah, it's true. And I'm just begging for some competition. What was something you borrowed from Drew and something you borrowed from Cody? I just knew that you had to get that buzz. It's all about that buzz because if you're not on TV, how are you gonna get people to talk about you? Yeah, You know, luckily now with social, if, it's, if there wasn't social media, There'd be no indie God, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, how would you promote yourself? Yeah. So it's all about perception and promoting yourself.
0: If it wasn't for Cody, there would be no Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green. So,
1: <laughs> so how, how, Maybe Cody and Brandy. Okay, Cody and Brandy oh. made this happen. So how did Cody and Brandy make this happen? So this is early 2017. I just moved to Orlando. I'm out with a, a knee injury. And they were doing, uh, Cody and Brandy were doing uh, Impact at the time, which was filming at Universal Studios. We met up for dinner at the Cowfish at the, uh, the City Walk. And Brandy was mentioning some girl backstage who was single, complaining about being single, said it was Chelsea. I had no idea who she was. I'm like, ugh, I don't want to date a wrestling chick. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't know what happened. Maybe I slid into her DMs or something like that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Now we're married. <laughs> the rest is history. So, yeah, I got to... Uh, Thank Cody and Brandy for that. One hundred percent. Is there anything
0: that Chelsea does that is inherently Canadian? And I say this as a fellow Canadian. Mm. Do you ever catch it in her accent?
1: I definitely catch it in her accent. Does she still have an accent? A little bit, yeah. I sure.
0: have worked so hard to yeah. eliminate my accent. Yeah. So if you catch me saying okay. sorry, let me know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, maybe that's what she says. She says sorry. Sorry. I, yeah, I'll yeah.
0: do that tomorrow. A <laughs> yeah. oh, couple Canadians things like that's gonna
1: that. be so mad. Yeah. I I feel like she's worked pretty hard at at getting rid of that. Yeah, I don't even know if she necessarily always had one, but I didn't uh, when we first met. Also, I didn't realize I knew she was from Canada. I didn't realize the time she lived in Canada, you know. So because she was always in the states for like Indies and, and TNA, and then I'm like, once I got a little too deep, like, wait a minute, you live in Canada? Like this guy, I'm not doing this long distance thing. So yeah. kind of like out of like necessity, I said, hey, you want to move it? Because I'm, like, I'm not <laughs> dealing with this long distance stuff. Yeah, look at you guys now. Look at us now. Hey, you know? it's so yeah. good. It's working out. But I would, was there any sort of like, I don't know, what what were the feelings when she got called back and you didn't? I was so happy for her because it wasn't even a discussion. Like, was it kind of messing up my whole shtick on the indies? Absolutely. You know, because she was my valet. She was always there involved in the matches, my road buddy, everything. But I knew she had to go back because. She never had a cup of coffee at WWE. She didn't even have, she put the, the little pod in the Keurig and didn't press brew. You know what I'm saying? She never had a taste. <laughs> yeah. She had to go back. She had to experience it. Um, and look at her now. You know, she's on every week. Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Tag Team Champion, gonna get figures. Like, I'm so glad, and I'm so proud of her. She looks like a star. She's a star. Yeah. And, you know, she had a couple bad breaks, literally, with her wrists twice. You know, her first NXT match breaks, first SmackDown match breaks. Ends up getting fired. But she's a hustler, too.
0: I don't think you'll remember this, but I ran into you at the Talent Hotel at WrestleMania 32, Dallas. I was hanging out with Dolph Ziggler, and he was like, oh, do you know Broski? Yeah. Which is funny to me that everyone calls you Broski. Some people still do, yeah. And I was like, you're in the ladder match tomorrow, right? And the way that we talked about it, it's like you were just like, yeah, I guess I'm doing that thing. Yeah. Did you not know? I knew. Oh, you did know? I, I knew, yeah. You knew you were going to win the Intercontinental yeah. Championship? So, if you want
1: the whole backstory. Let's give it to me. So, at that time, I was also going to NXT on my off days to try to get this hype bros thing, you know, me and Mojo. Yeah. But then I, I was still going to Raw, SmackDown, you know, and before Raw and SmackDown, they were filming whatever it was, main event, superstars, whatever. And this, this goes back to the always ready and the, and the three things I could control. Forget who I was wrestling, but the next day at SmackDown, I heard that Vince... Vince McMahon was in his, you know, his dressing room, his office, whatever, before Raw, eating a steak or whatever. I just looked up and I was on main event. I said, why aren't we doing something with this guy? Wow. And then a couple of weeks later, I heard I was on this internal list to be in the ladder match. I'm like, what, me? Like, I'm not even on TV. Like, I'm not doing anything. Uh, and then, of course, the next week I heard, I'm off the list. But It was cool to be considered, right? Yeah. And uh, so Pac Neville was going to be the, the last guy in that ladder match. He, like, breaks his ankle or something on a Monday. And Tuesday, I found everyone I could, uh, Road Dog specifically, who was, you know, high up on the, uh, the writing team at the time, and I just spilled my guts to him on why I deserved to be in that match over anybody. And, and one thing that I said, which was not a planned line, it just came out, was that I'd never heard my music play at WrestleMania. And he later told me, like, that, that line is what made him go to bat for me. Because I'd been, you know, some run-ins with, with Edge and Undertaker, every gimmick battle royal under the sun, the Team Johnny versus Team Teddy, but I never heard my music play. Mm. Uh, so the fact that I was in that ladder match to walk out that that was the win that 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 was a win right there. But the the cherry on top was actually winning the title. Yeah. How do you go from
0: being in the match, not being in the match, to being <laughs> it back in the match, to then winning the match? How I did don't you know,
1: jump? How did you leapfrog over That's Exactly it? what happened? But I wasn't going to question it. Like that's insane. <laughs> well, I think they wanted a, a surprise shock value to start the show, and luckily I was that guy, that underdog, you know. And I will credit whether it be the WWE universe or my fans around the world, they've never turned their back on me. You know, I don't think anyone in this business has been counted out more times and come back more times than me. Did you know your dad was going to jump in the ring? I did not know either. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tell him I was winning. They what they do is for like a WrestleMania, they'll have all like the friends and family in a certain area, but they'll bring you down for that match. Yeah. So I won, and I think Ziggler like like come on, Eddie. He just hopped the rail. And I remember looking down the ladder like, what are you doing, dad? <laughs> what are you doing? And then he it was WrestleMania in Dallas. So, of course, he's wearing the, the WrestleMania cowboy hat. And he tries to put it on my head. I'm like, get this fucking thing off me, you know? But looking back, this is another story. Looking back when I got fired from WWE, it was that that day everyone was getting fired. I knew it was coming. And when I got the call, actually, I got a text to call them. So, I knew I was making the call. to get fired. <laughs> I have this, I don't have many wrestling things in my house besides my toy room, right? But other than that, it looks like a normal house. But I have this, this painting from Rob Schamberg of me and my dad hugging at WrestleMania. And I, as Jesus, it I looked at that photo with a smile and like, it's going to be fine, you know? I got fired.
0: Wow. wow. The other big moment that I always think about is you in the wheelchair. Oh, boy. It looked so painful took like a front bump on it your face. It was painful
1: for my career. <laughs> it was painful for my my wallet, my self-esteem, but physically, it wasn't painful. Did, but you can't practice a spot cannot, like that. You cannot practice it. So they did put a little bit of padding under that carpet, but that's about it. Like, the room for error was very, very high. Uh,
0: Kane uh, push, pushes you, you right know, off.
1: Kane, big lead, thank you very much. Was, <laughs> he took care of me the best he could. Uh, but no... no uh, Physical injury is just a lot of emotional injuries. Financial what you, injuries. What do you mean? Well, I mean, that was that was the end of that that YouTube run, you know, that 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 run that started from nothing. Because even then I, I knew I needed to I didn't like my spot in the card and I had to do something about it. Yeah, I pitched every idea under the sun. It wasn't working, so be it. I'm gonna do something about it. So I had a flip camera, and I'm like, I'm gonna start this YouTube show thing. And I didn't have yeah. a master plan. The goal wasn't to be a YouTube sensation. The goal was to get noticed. And I've said this a bunch of times. I wanted to get noticed or get fired. I didn't want to get fired, but I knew I needed buzz. So if I got fired for trying to get over, I'd use that buzz to like go to TNA or something like that, you know? And then what happened with that YouTube show? I mean, it speaks for itself how crazy it became Uh, starting the year as an absolute nobody ending it, winning the U S title teaming with John Cena. Like I thought, I thought, if you asked me then, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll be in the world title picture next year.
0: How many times before 2020 did you think, oh, man, here, here it comes, I'm getting, I'm getting let go? Uh,
1: a few times, but then there was this, the time period where, like, no one got fired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even before 2020, so maybe it's 2019, um, I don't want to say everybody, but the majority of the people in the locker room got offered a new deal with a, for a five-year deal with a substantial raise Mm. oh
0: that's when they didn't want everyone going to
1: the other company you said it on me (laughs) um and i didn't take the deal because i wasn't sure if i wanted to stay or go uh and it it weighed on me every single day like what am i going to do am i going to stay? am i going to go and ultimately the decision was made for me thank god um yeah i didn't know what i wanted to do i knew i didn't want to just be a guy on the roster even now like, I don't want to go to WWE or AEW just be a guy on the roster. Been there, done that. And if someone is doing that or wants to do that, fine. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. It's just not right for me. Is that what happened in AEW? Or, or when I was there? Yeah. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I mean, I, I have three shirts and two matches. Uh, <laughs> no, I came in. I helped Cody. We had a, a tag match against the Dark Order. Did like a pay-per-view, like 10-man tag. And I thought I'd be brought back the next week. And I wasn't. <laughs> Yeah. So I don't know exactly what happened. I mean, if you, if anyone knows, let me know. <laughs> but I know like the first week, I had the, the number one shirt. You know, I, I think the matches were fine. I literally didn't do enough for it to be positive or negative. Yeah. But blessing in disguise, because if I went there and I didn't do GCW, I wouldn't be sitting here with you now.
0: I mean, that's the whole thing about your career. Your career is so much about taking chances yeah. and asking. Like a, a, a lot
1: of... What you've done, even with like edge heads, it's yes. just about like, Hey, could this be a thing that we do? So that's another Brian and I idea. So we were the major brothers doing nothing really on TV. Uh, we're on SmackDown, but we were still having to go to OVW and so, you know, SmackDown's a Tuesday and all the writers were coming down to OVW on Wednesday. And me and Brian, we went up to, uh, Kurt Hawkins, we went up to Michael Hayes. I said, what are we going to show you tomorrow at OVW? Like, you know what we do? And he said, show me something different. Okay, so like we had this idea, uh, entourage was a big show then, and Brian and I we loved that show. We're like, what if like Edge is Vinny Chase, and we're his entourage, right? And we had all his stuff, right? So like the way it would work in OVW is you come out, you'd have a match, but beforehand you could like do an entrance and cut a promo for the writers. So like we hit Edge's music, we came out dressed as Edge, and we had like fake phone call with Edge like ordering his coffee or like getting his coffee order. Good. And then they loved it. And they said, that's great, but you got to pitch it to Edge. And Edge was out with an injury. We didn't really know him that well. I think Brian, like, somehow got his email and pitched him this idea we had where we would, like, hide under the ring dressed as him. And that's what we ended up doing, where it was Batista versus Undertaker versus Edge, where, like, I come out dressed as Edge and, you know, Batista takes me out thinking it's Edge. And then Hawkins comes out as Edge and under, uh, was it Undertaker, or Batista, whatever. I don't know which one did what, but you think Edge has been taken out twice. But Edge is fine and cracks them with chairs and wins. And the rest is history. I just love it's the idea of like,
0: can we just try this thing? Yeah. And there's so many people that aren't willing to take a chance. Right. And that's what you've done your entire
1: career. Well, I mean, that one, thank God, Edge took the chance on us. Because if it, if it wasn't for that, if Edge, Edge didn't need us, you know, he didn't need Hawkins and Ryder. He didn't need the edges. But he was smart enough to realize it would be something different for his career. And it helped us out tremendously. And I think we would have gotten fired then. If we didn't become edge heads. Did you end up getting pretty close to edge through that? Absolutely. I mean, we had the, the, the life lesson of a lifetime really. Cause we were ringside. This guy is a world champion wrestling guys like Ric Flair, Batista, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. And we have a front row seat. We're literally closer in the front row, you know, yeah. listening, not only to them planning the match but them calling the match, adjusting things on the fly. I mean, what a life lesson.
0: Yeah. And I feel like you're, you're in a spot now. Where I'm sure in every indie locker room, new guys are coming up to you, new girls are coming up to you and going, how can I do what you do?
1: Right.
0: What do you say to them?
1: I mean, it doesn't happen as much as you (laughs) think. Really? But, you know, I try to express, like, how important social media and self-promotion is. Yes, I'm not saying the matches aren't important. They are. But without the connection, who cares? You just do a moves. Yeah. So I try to tell them how important that social media is. I mean, you know this more than anybody. I mean, social media, it's a double-edged sword. It's free. It's free advertisement, but it's free for everybody. Mm -hmm. So there's so much competition. So how are you going to stand out? That I can't answer. You got to figure that out for yourself. Yeah. But I I let these guys and girls know, like, why aren't you posting? I just post. I don't know anything about algorithm. I just post, 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 Because I know people, they're just swiping through their phone. And hopefully I'm going to pop up. I
0: take a big wad of spaghetti and I throw it at the wall. Like this clip right here that my editor Troy is making. It, you don't know which ones are going to work. You don't know. You can hope. You can think. And it, it's you don't know for sure. It's crazy that you know you have more than a million followers. Oh, this only got a thousand likes, right. two thousand likes. That's a thousand humans right. that looked at that and clicked yes. the like button. Yeah,
1: and I don't. That's another thing. I don't post things <laughs> for likes. You know, you just posting post, to post. Po- whether it's something I think like people want to see, or if it's something I just want to get out there, you know, like I'll post whatever I want. Yeah. I don't I don't care what the likes are. Yeah. I don't even really look at them. Of course I'll look at the comments and engage. but I was like, oh, this one only got you know sometimes I, I Chelsea would post something. I'm like, well, why did you delete that? Oh, it didn't get enough likes. Who cares? This water went down the wrong way. Oh boy. <laughs> We're lying now. Right,
0: Seriously. There we go. That was the right, no, right way. What's the thing in WWE? What's the the spot or the move that you took that hurt? a ton
1: but didn't look like it hurt a lot that's a man that's a great question i can't really think of uh, an answer you know what did hurt knocked the wind out of me when when kane another thing with kane he chokeslammed me through the stage and i went all the way to the floor it just like knocked the wind out of me you know because that's it's still a big drop of course of course there's a little padding underneath but still woof it rocked because you have to use enough force to go through the metal stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely rocked me for sure. But Kane, he always took care of me. I mean, look at all the things he did to me. He choke slammed me off a loading dock. You know, he, he pushed me off the stage in a wheelchair, chokeslammed me through the stage, but he always, he always took care of me. And what did Kane have against you? Come I on. <laughs> and I was see, I was so naive at the time that I'm like, oh my God, I'm in this angle with Kane and John Cena. I'm like, well, maybe I'm gonna wrestle Kane at WrestleMania and get my revenge. You know what I'm saying? I so I was so naive. Where I wasn't even thinking, like, in retrospect, I should have went up to Vince McMahon, knocked on the door, said, what are we doing here? You know, I busted my ass to get here. I'm selling all this merch. Why are we just literally, like, killing it? Flushing it down. I never understood that, but I blame myself now. I'm never going to be one of those guys, oh, they held me down, or they buried me. F F that. I want to take accountability. I blame myself for not asking, why is this happening? I blame myself for not trying to get it changed until it was too late. and luckily, I was able to come back, you know, with the, with the Wrestlemania a couple of years later, and then after that, I was forgotten about, and I came back again, yeah. when the tag team goes Wrestlemania, like, that, I just won't quit that is just one thing I'm very proud of like, I am not a quitter, and like, if someone writes me off, good but I'm not writing myself off
0: How do you feel when people describe your time in WWE as underrated?
1: Accurate? Eh, you know, l- l- looking back, there's always things, I like to blame myself I don't want to like blame other people because I never want to, you know, all these old timers who blame so-and-so for, for this and that. Yeah. I never want to be that guy. Even that YouTube run, I look back and I'm like, well, maybe what if I was like a little bigger, you know, maybe if I wasn't as goofy, you know, like I'd rather just take responsibility than, than pass it off on somebody else.
0: Was Vince pretty approachable if you wanted to bounce ideas off of him? He, he
1: was to me. And that's something I didn't learn until later on because I grew up and it's Vince McMahon. Sure. I was intimidated. I was scared. I, in WWE, I grew up as a, a man and a wrestler. So towards the end, maybe it was too little too late, I went to Vince McMahon about things, and he was definitely receptive. Did, did every idea I pitched to him go through? No. But some did. But he listens to every, every idea? That's yeah. amazing. Like, for instance, one time, it's right before WrestleMania 35, uh, Hawkins and I were, we're going to be in the Andre Battle Royal. And... I wanted to pitch, this is when he still had the losing streak, and we had just gotten back together as a team, and I wanted to pitch, what if we were the last two guys in the Andre Battle Royal, and I, like, sacrificed myself. Like, I said, clothesline me? Or something, you know, and, like, he gets a big win uh, in his hometown, or Jersey. They, yeah. they call it New York, but it's New Jersey.
0: Um, so weird that the Jets and Giants yeah. play in a different state, <laughs> right. but, all right. Uh, so
1: we went in to pitch that. Also, at that time, for some reason, you had to, like, pitch your, your outfit, and Vince had to approve it. And Brian or Hawkins, he pitched like some sort of Jets theme outfit. And according to Mark Carano, who was in charge, Vince said no. So like we had to go to Vince to like beg to get this Jets gear approved. And we also pitched this WrestleMania Battle Royal idea. Turns out they had some with SNL for the you know for the oh, Battle that's Royal. Right. Yeah. But all of a sudden we went in. He said no. He said yes to the gear, no to the Battle Royal, whatever. A couple of days later we had a phone call hey, it's going to be you guys and a uh, revival for the Tag Team Tiles of WrestleMania. Like, what? <laughs> like, I have to believe it's because we went in there and talked to him, mm-hmm. brought up the streak, brought up how we're going to be in our hometown. Like, that doesn't just happen. We were doing nothing with the Tag Team Chance at the time. Yeah. I think they were feuding with Gable and Bobby Roode. And I think it's because of that conversation that it just sparked something in his brain.
0: It's, it This, again, goes back to, you just got to ask, what the heck happened to me here?
1: Is that emotional? Yet. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think it was that emotional. Okay.
0: I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm dying here. It goes back again to you just yeah.
1: got to ask. Yes. And that's what you did. Yeah. And I wish I would have learned that earlier on, especially with that YouTube run. Uh, like, what are we doing? here? Yeah. You know, because I know for a fact, like I, I was definitely in like the top five of, of the merch, you know, like the the popularity, it speaks for itself. But I was getting chanted over the rock at Madison Square Garden. That's so, crazy. It, it was working, right? But then... It just stopped, and I blame myself for 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 not asking why. So we're gonna see it at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Um, who knows? Listen, uh, I'm always ready, right? And I really believe that if number whatever and my music hit, whether it be Macro or Zach Ryder, I do believe the place would go nuts.
0: I honestly believe that. I think so. Yeah. With everything you've done over the
1: last, it'll be four years yes. almost. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Uh, always ready, right? But currently, not just a gimmick. Currently, I'm booked on the Jericho cruise, so <laughs> they got to decide
0: quick. <laughs> so I'm going to end uh, this conversation with the same question I ask everybody. By the way, thank you for making this happen. Well, thank you. you Great to be able off? to hang out with you. Breakfast? Yeah. Well, why not? Now yeah. you're off to GCW. That's right. Steph is going to sit oh, in we that we exact go. seat. It works out perfectly. Gratitude is such a big part of my life. Yeah. I wake up every day. I say out loud three things I'm grateful
1: for. I say five. Five? <laughs> I got you beat. Damn. Okay, give me five things you're grateful for then. I only do three. Uh, so, i grateful for Chelsea, for sure. My best friend, my wife, everything like that. I'm not going to get so sentimental about that. You're not going to get <laughs> choked up. <laughs> you're yeah, not going to get <laughs> choked up. Uh, grateful for my pets, my dogs, my two dogs, doll, uh, Dude and Waltz, uh, Kylo, Draco, and Waffles, my cats. Grateful for my family, who've always supported the dream, whether it be my brothers who did the backyard wrestling with me and my parents, who, you know, come to all my shows still like my dad helped me win a match at GCW a couple, <laughs> a couple days ago. Your dad is jacked, still jacked. Uh, I'm grateful for the, the major wrestling figure podcast and all of our, we call them major marks, you know, during that, 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 that weird time where there was no wrestling going on in the world, they kept us afloat financially. And that has, that has spawned. Now we do, you know, it started as a 45 minute podcast about toys. Now it's, you know, three hours and we have multiple shows. We have a YouTube channel. We have merchandise. We have our own toy line, uh, major Bendy's big rubber guys. So I'm grateful for all that. And of course I- I'm grateful for my career. You know, I'm-, I'm 20 years in right now. I'm here sitting with you. I'm about to go wrestle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wish it was the stable center, not the Ukrainian cultural center. It's the crypto.com arena. But I'm grateful for my career. You know, my whole life This is the only thing I've ever wanted to do since I was 18. This has been my only real job. Yeah. Is, you know, like is wrestling, pro wrestling and pro wrestling related things like yeah. talking about toys or making toys. Yeah. You know, so I have a lot to be grateful for, but that's just five that popped in my head right there.
0: I love that you lead with gratitude as well. But you
1: have to, you know, I'm not a naturally positive person. You know, I'm a naturally like glass half empty person, but I have to convince myself and almost trick myself to uh, be positive. I think that that
0: little exercise, I, I want everybody to do. It. That's why I end every conversation yeah, okay. with this. I wish that everybody were to go, oh man, there are some great things in my life every single day, even yes. though some bad stuff happened.
1: I also think it's important. I do the five and I do five goals. I'm not going to share the goals. Five with right goals here. every day? Every day. Oh, wow. Now I, It could be more. That's just how I wake up. Yeah. You know, Of course, I have more than five goals, but Like literally before I get out of bed, five things I'm grateful for, five goals. I love it could that. be big or small. It could be, I'm going to make sure I actually do my DDPY today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, if you, know, if you want to me, be as flexible as Dallas is right, Or 67. I, I, I'll i tell you what. I'll, I'll give you one of those goals. Okay. Number one every morning, WWE champ. Wow. That's what drives me every single day. That's the number one. Will I get there? We'll see. But I'm going to fucking try. I love I'm not going to fucking stop until I'm dead.
0: What a, <gasps> What a spot to end. Yeah. Matt, thank you so much, Thank man. you very much. And uh, yeah, F3, F3 Energy. energy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, I am so curious what 2024 is going to bring for Matt Cardona. Like he said, how do you outdo 2021? Somehow he does it in 2022. How do you outdo 2022? Somehow he does that this year. How is he going to outdo this year? Look, he's going to find a way. He's going to find a way to do it in 2024, will he be in WWE with his wife, Chelsea Green? Will we see him at the Royal Rumble? Will we see him back in AEW? Is he going to be back in Impact Wrestling? Or I guess it's TNA now. Well, I guess it will be TNA in the new year. It'll be very interesting. But I think the huge thing to take away from this is all about reinvention. And I'm not just talking about reinvention in terms of wrestling, but reinvention as a person. You, you're you not the thing that you were. You don't have to be tied to the identity that you had three years ago or 14 years ago or whatever it happens to be. And I think that he is a shining example of that through wrestling about just what's possible in general. He's also a marketing genius. And the, the fact that he comes out with these T-shirts just like, like that, just out on a whim, like you said something interesting in a promo or an interview, boom, it's a shirt now. I think that I can certainly take a little bit from that. I've actually been working on some new Pro Wrestling Tees t-shirts. So if you go to ProWrestlingTees.com, you will see some new designs from me. I actually haven't announced this yet. So if someone purchases a shirt, I will know it's because you heard it here on the show. But I hadn't put out a new shirt in three years, and I've been asked about it a bunch. So there's a few really cool new designs there. One with the word grateful that I I love so much. I think it might be the best shirt I've ever made. So go check it out. Prowrestlingtees.com/slash Chris Van Fleet. If you enjoyed this episode, please snap a screenshot, share it out, and tag us. He's at the Matt Cardona. I'm at Chris Van Fleet, and I'll leave you with this quote from Roy T. Bennett. Seems kind of fitting. I mean, all these quotes seem fitting. That's the whole point of these quotes. But this one seems very fitting for what we talked about here. Do what is right. Not what is easy, nor what is popular. Be great. Be grateful. We will see you on the next one for some more insight. And we got Caleb Braxton on the show.